Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Monica Bress. Monica is the communications manager with BBB Serving Western Ontario. And Ask BBB brings you information from and about businesses that you can trust. We talk to business owners and managers who share their experience and insights so that consumers are better informed about products and services that they're contracting or purchasing. Last week, we announced the finalists in the Business Integrity Awards. And later this morning, we'll tell you more about those annual awards and the breakfast is, that's going to be held on Wednesday, November 6, 2019 at the Doubletree by Hilton. And we'll also feature a company that's been part of the London business community for 130 years when we welcome Steve Levschuk of Talbot Marketing. The Business Integrity Awards is a premier event in the city. Because it is a November event, we know it won't be long before winter sets in. Our first guest will help us keep warm and cozy through those cold months we know are just around the corner. So we welcome Kevin Carnegie, owner of MNK Climate Care. Thanks for joining us today, Kevin. Well, thanks for having me. So, Kevin, is there anything we should check or do before we decide to flip from cool to heat on our thermostats? Uh, in most cases, switching from cool to heat is you're pretty much good to go. Um, if you do and you don't find yourself getting that heat coming from your registers, then uh, there's a couple of things you can do. Uh, usually check the batteries in the thermostats, the first thing. Uh, you can check the furnace switch down in the mechanical room. Usually it's up high, uh, so, you know, not the light switch. Uh, a little bit higher. It should be labeled. Um, and check for obstructions outside of the vents. If uh, any leaves have gotten in there, that will, you know, uh, necessitate having to be cleared out before it can come up and run. This is Canada. It gets cold, then it gets warm, and there probably will be some warm days again. When we make that switch for the season, are there steps that we should take for our air conditioner? Should we cover it or, or leave it uncovered? What's what you're thinking on that? Um, well, as far as covers go for your outside condenser unit, um, a lot of people, you can buy those in a lot of different places. Uh, we personally recommend you don't put those on um, because they end up being a nice cozy home for mice, for chipmunks throughout <laughs> the winter. Uh, they like to get up in there and then you run the risk of them chewing on wiring, stuff like that. Um, if you want to protect your unit, the best thing you can honestly do is cut a nice piece of plywood, put it right on top of your condenser and just hold it down with some bricks. That way uh, it protects it from falling ice and during thawing periods and stuff like that. Wow. So that's actually a pretty useful tip. So what are some other things that we should be doing on a regular basis to maintain our heating system? Uh, for example, you know, changing air filters, that sort of thing. Uh, well, you hit the nail right on the head there. Uh, changing your air filter uh, regularly is the number one most high-impact, easiest thing you can do to ensure uh, your heating system is working properly. Um, filters, you know, they do a good job of um, keeping us healthy by filtering out particulate in the air and stuff like that. But uh, filters' main purpose is to protect your equipment and ensure if you're properly sized your filter and you're getting good airflow through it and it's not getting plugged up too much, um, that helps your blower operate efficiently and um, ensures your uh, furnace will have a longer life because you're not putting that stress on on the blower motor. There are a lot of changes in heating systems over the last few years. What are, what are some of the different types of systems now that are available, Kevin? Uh, well, the most popular one, especially from personal experience, uh, we mostly deal in, in natural gas 
uh, forced air heating systems that run with your ductwork and sit in your mechanical room and, and push air, warm air through the house. Uh, but there's other systems out there such as uh, cold climate certified ductless heat pumps for the heating application. Um, they run off electrical and they're very useful uh, in homes with additions that don't have duct run uh, rooms that are hard to heat or cool due to limitations in the duct work or uh, even just a nice replacement for really inefficient baseboard heating. So we get into winter and the houses do become more dry. Are humidifiers built in automatically to today's furnaces or is this like an add-on feature? Should we consider really adding a humidifier on or how does that work? Uh, well, it's really down to personal preference in your home environment. Um, if you have a lot of natural humidifiers in the house, if you do a lot of cooking, you have pets, you have plants, uh, those are all natural humidifiers and will go a long way to ensuring that your house is properly, uh, has a proper level of humidity. Uh, modern equipment has gotten a bit better with uh, different stages of heating. They do a better job of regulating humidity in the home by not overheating the air and thereby reducing the natural humidity in the house. Um, but, you know, personally, if you're feeling you're getting nosebleeds in the wintertime, uh, you're getting coughs and colds, um, you're getting electric shocks when you're touching the door handles, those are all indications that you might have a humidity issue in the home. And in that case, a, an add-on flow-through humidifier would be very useful uh, in that home to help keep that humidity in a range. Usually, we like to see it in the 20 to 50% range of relative humidity. That's uh, humid enough so you're not getting dust mites and things like that, but also low enough that you're not getting molds growing and, and stuff like that. That's the nice range you want it in. Kevin, uh, a number of HVAC uh, companies offer annual inspections. Is that a good thing to do? Uh, 100% unequivocally, yes, I would recommend getting annual maintenance done on your equipment. Um, if you're sure that someone's looking at your equipment year in, year out, you're uh, ensuring that it's running efficiently. You're uh, getting ahead of any preventative. You're getting preventative maintenance. Or you're getting ahead of any potential problems that might occur. Um, our company personally, we do a 24-point inspection on all equipment. So there's 24 different things when we come out to do an annual maintenance that we're looking at to making sure that your furnace isn't going to have any problems during those cold winter months. So if we're having an inspection done, we should look uh, at that checklist. And what, what sort of cost should that uh, run in? Uh, for a preventative maintenance, uh, for instance, we charge 149 for a month. We also have monthly payment plans that bring the cost down a bit. Uh, for someone, and that also comes with you know additional benefits. You get priority service if there is a problem. Um, you get a discount on equipment replacement when it's time to finally replace your old equipment. Um, beyond the actual maintenance, sometimes you'll find uh, an igniter has gone or a capacitor needs to be switched out, and there's additional cost to that, but uh, nothing that'll break the bank and you know much cheaper than replacing your whole equipment so is it wise to book that now because uh, we are coming up to that season when it will snow and there will be a rush? Uh, any HVAC contractor would probably tell you that they would appreciate it if you call in those shoulder seasons, right? Um, as far as actually getting the maintenance done on your equipment, your equipment doesn't care what time of year it is. Um, it's <laughs> just important to have it annually. Operating hours is what we always look at. So as long as you're getting it done around the same time every year, 
you're really doing your due diligence to making sure your equipment's working properly. Kevin, we want to thank you very much for your time here this morning and uh, for joining us here on Ask BBB. Well, thank you for having me. Kevin Carnegie is the owner of M&K Climate Care in London, an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. And you can look them up in the BBB directory under Heating and Cooling. When Ask BBB continues, we will be talking to a company that has been in London for over 130 years. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. Well, we're now nearly 20 years into the new millennium, and a lot of things have changed in the world of communications and marketing. And our guest right now on Ask BBB is Steve Levschuk, who is president and CEO of Talbot Marketing, Inc. Good morning and welcome to Ask BBB, Steve. Hey, good morning, Jim. It's great to be with you. Steve, I'm going to admit to you that although I've been aware of Talbot Marketing for some time, I did not realize just how long the company has been around. So what sort of marketing products would be used in 1886? Yeah, yeah, you're, uh, I, 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 I believe uh, Talbot's one of the jewels of the, the, the London community being around uh, for over 130 years, over 135 years. And when you think about it, there was two, uh, two world wars in that time, and Talbot never, ever ceased operation. It continued, uh, continued to uh, uh, produce products. So... To do your point, uh, your question, what we produced and back in 1886, uh, calendars. Calendars okay. were uh, a big, uh, big. Uh, uh, I think they were the number one staple product uh, that we sold back then. And wooden pencils. Wooden pencils were an, another <laughs> big, big, big. I remember both of them. In fact, <laughs> there were people that used to make circuits to get the calendars. Uh, from various businesses, and that was the art on their wall. That, that, that's that's true. That's true. That's true. Marketing is a pretty broad term, Steve. It's used to reference a number of activities in the sales cycle. So when we hear Talbot marketing, what do you hope that people are thinking? Yeah, we we hope when you think of Talbot, we want you to think of if we're the brand, we're, we're helping, we're the brand experts, promotional products. We want you to think of. We want you to think of corporate apparel and professional uniforms. Um, like you said, it is very, very broad. But when we come to, when you think of Talbot, promotional products, professional uniforms, and corporate apparel, and fabulous so, service. So you put your brand on things that people touch. Absolutely, we 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 sell we sell tangible, tactile items. And all we do, the everyday items that people use every day, look at every day, refer to every day, and we put our clients' advertising messages or logo uh, on it where they're referred to day in, day out, minute after minute, hour after hour. So what is the range of those those items? That 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 in lies one of the difficulties in our business because there's literally hundreds and hundreds of thousands of items that you can put a an imprint on, uh, ranging from a writing instrument to premiums, uh, $3,000 TVs where we'll put a, a logo on, on it. So the, the, the scope of our product offering is literally endless. endless. Okay, so how do you help a client then determine what portion of their marketing or advertising budget oh. They should devote yeah. to these items. Well, our, our first our first go around is a hundred percent of their advertising, <laughs> but but we realize that's not realistic. A realistic a realistic approach. They they should all all forms of advertising should make up their mix to be a, totally effective. They should be using some radio. They should be re- using some print. They should be and they should be using some promotional products. So it definitely should be a part of the mix. 
how much that is, we, it's, it's on an individual basis. I know some small business operators, promotional products will represent 90% of their um, advertising uh, spend, where other Fortune 500 product, uh, companies, uh, the, their, their, their promotional product spend, uh, uh, uniform spend may represent 10% of their overall. So it just depends on the client and the size of the budget they have. So you do some consultation then. With absolutely, them over that. absolutely. So what what types of businesses can benefit by having employees wear a uniform that's okay. that's branded? Yeah, good good, good question. See, we're huge. I think any business, but the ones where we're, we f- focus on and that tend to come to us are public service. When you're out in the public. Um, People are coming to the door all the time. If they're dressed nice in a professional uniform, I think it just enhances the brand image of the company. Um, another great customer I'm thinking of is uh, uh, delivery, delivery services. When you're when people are making a delivery, companies are making a delivery to the household. Do you want them wearing their shirt tails out or something? I think a professional uniform gives that professional look that I think most companies want. Um, so anybody from pizza delivery to the HVAC guy to anybody that comes to the house. Ab- absolutely. Or the, or the other thing is for safety, for awareness, that you want to know, hey, I'm here, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a professional, and here's my badge and here's my uniform. Uh, there's a safety aspect of it. So big, some of the big areas we uh, are uh, public safety, transit, uh, security, uh, hospitality industry, restaurants, hotels. That type of thing. Do you deal with small businesses as well as large corporations and and one offs? Yeah, yeah. Talbot's business since since our our business is right across Canada. Uh, we operate in every province. We have 156 sales partners from coast to coast. So a lot of Talbot's business is is done on main. It's not necessarily Bay Street. It's on Main Street, Canada. How do you maintain trust and integrity with your company and your your customers. Yeah. Jim, that's, that's pretty much paramount of what Talbot, Talbot is because, to be honest, we don't make anything. Uh, we don't offer anything unique. You can get what Talbot offers through literally thousands and thousands of other companies around the Canada. Uh, but we feel when some when our customers come to us, they put it out of their mind because they know it's going to be done right, on time, and it's going to be what they want. Uh, so we feel if we can do that day in and day out, the customers trust us, they believe in us, and we're going to win at the end of the day because they're going to continue to reward us with their business because they believe in us. Well, we want to thank you, Steve, for taking time to join us here on Ask BBB this morning and uh, continued success. Thank you, Jim. This is Ask BBB, and our guest has been Steve Lebschuk, who is president and CEO of Talbot Marketing, Inc., an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. In a moment, we'll bring you up-to-date on scams that are operating in our area, as well as details on how you can be part of the Business Integrity Awards this November 6, 2019. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with Monica Braz. Monica is the Communications Manager with BBB Serving Western Ontario. The Business Integrity Awards breakfast this year is Wednesday, November 6th at the Doubletree by Hilton. And next week here on SBBB, we're going to meet the finalists in Category 1, 10 or fewer employees. They'll share the story of their company and how they maintain a culture of trust and integrity in all of their business dealings. 
But before we tell you a little bit more about the awards event, uh, Monica, let's just talk about a scam that we need to be aware of in this area. That's right. The Norfolk OPP are warning us to just hang up if we get a phone call from someone claiming to be a police officer asking for personal information. Now, this investigation is continuing, but the OPP says that they do not call asking for financial information and definitely do not ask for your social insurance number. The homeowner who reported this fraud to Norfolk OPP got suspicious when asked for financial information as well as the last four digits of their social insurance number. The fraudsters also asked for their email and home address. These scams and frauds move kind of like a cold front through the area, so people in our listening area need to be alert. If you get such a call, you can report it to police, and of course, you can post it up on BBB Scam Tracker. That's right. The BBB Scam Tracker shows what scams are active in your area, as well as those reported over the last three years. When you go to BBB.org, besides Scam Tracker, you'll also find articles with information about how to protect your personal information. You'll learn how to recognize the scams and fraudsters so that you don't fall victim. And of course, we always advise people to be proactive. Check out businesses on the BBB directory before you do any transactions. Well, the Business Integrity Awards are coming up in just uh, under a month now, Wednesday, November 6th. They will be at the Doubletree by Hilton. The Business Integrity Awards are very important to BBB's mission. These awards are presented annually to elevate and celebrate the commitment made by businesses to the highest standards of leadership, culture, and ethics. These awards bring attention to the practices that these organizations employ to generate high level of trust among their employees, customers, and their communities, which all embodies BBB's mission to advance marketplace trust. Tickets are available at bbbawards.ca. Companies and businesses will be reserving tables, and of course, individual tickets are also available. So we hope you join us to celebrate the finalists and to congratulate this year's recipients. And in Category 1, 10 or fewer employees, the finalists are... Custom Orthotics of London, Don MacArthur Turner is president of the company located at 240 Richmond Street in London and leads a staff of six employees. And Studio H Artist Group, led by CEO Heather Winman. Uh, Studio H Artist Group is a group of certified artistic uh, stylists and aesthetic specialists in London. And the third finalist is CLC Tree Service, a company founder, Kurt McCollum, is the co-owner with his son, Kelvin. And the finalist in Category 2, 11 or more employees, includes Anderson Craft Ales, a family-owned brewing company headed by Gavin Anderson, Brookstone Windows and Doors, formerly Century Windows and Doors of Windsor, and the president is Ken Sherman, and he has a staff of 14 employees. And last but not least, Turner Drugstore in London, an independent pharmacy that specializes in complementary therapy options, and the owner is Jeff Robb. And this year, young entrepreneurs are going to be recognized with the Spark Award. Now, the Spark Award is for entrepreneurs aged 35 and younger whose new businesses are less than three years old and demonstrate character, culture, and community. The seven nominees for the Spark Award are... First, Evelyn by Nicole Snobelin, led by founder-owner Nicole Snobelin. Nuts for Cheese, led by CEO Margaret Coons. Statement, Inc., 
led by Janessa and Madison Olson. Soar's Bookkeeping, led by Sandra Soar's. Luna Life, Inc., and owner is Nicole Kirkpatrick. And Here for Her, led by founder Rachel Ettinger. And 519 Clothing Company, led by Taylor Norris, who's the co-founder and owner. And, of course, one of them will be the recipient of the Spark Award. Now, next week here on Ask BBB, we're going to talk to the finalists in Category 1. In the meantime, it's not too early to get your tickets for the Business Integrity Awards. Again, the date is November 6th at the Doubletree by Hilton. The awards run from 7 a.m. to 9.30 a.m., so we can celebrate together and then head back off to work. You can buy tickets online at bbbawards.ca. And Monica, that's just about our time for Ask BBB this week. Monica Braz is the Communications Manager with BBB Serving Western Ontario. You can contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBBWesternONT. So until next week, remember to Ask BBB and start with trust.